Welcome back to the Thursdays of the Best Days podcast. Joining me this week is Bruno, Fee, and Dit. And in some software techish news, Windows 10 plans to add ads to the File Explorer. Is it like service or ser- like what? What is it? What is File Explorer? Is it a service? I think it's just like I don't know how to explain it. Now that you say that, I always just use it as a file browser. That's how you get around your computer, but. I don't I know what a, that's called. I'm going to call it a tool. File for tool. It sure. is a file manager application. File manager application. Well, it's they're planning on adding ads into it, which I don't get at all. It seems like this whole... Windows 10, to me, started off very clean. I really like the operating system. It wasn't 8, which I think I we all hated, but it it was better than 8. It, was, it wasn't eight 7. 8 was trash. It was trash. Also, Fredo's here in spirit, but his microphone has shit to bed. It has. Rip. Very bad. Anyway, these ads that they're putting in, one of the example ones that got found in the beta for the next Windows, like, uh, what's it called? The next Windows 10 update. Uh, so I'm just going to read it out because you guys can't see it. It says, get the best deal on your cloud storage with OneDrive for $6.99 a month. An Office 365 subscription gets you one terabyte of OneDrive cloud storage as well as Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Do any of you use OneDrive? Nope. Nope. I uninstall it as soon as I get a new PC running for work. I have it, but I don't use it. Like, it's just there. I, I don't use it either. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really use cloud storage other than like Google Docs because I don't know Google Docs is easy. Do you use iTunes mm-hmm. storage? I do not use iTunes storage. Feels bad, man. I I don't know. I don't I don't really use iTunes. I don't like how it became the whole Apple Music and like I don't like how it's become. I know people use it, but it's just not for me. Does anyone pay for cloud storage? No. No. Okay. I, I get it for free when it's my Pixel. Oh, don't we get it? We get free storage at uh, Dropbox. School. Yeah, but we lose that Dropbox login as soon as we graduate. So, isn't Dropbox free? I thought it was. Um, uh, a few gigs, I think. Yeah, but it's, I have more than a few gigs. I have a couple ISOs in my Dropbox that I'll lose access to. Like, I think we have unlimited storage. Yeah, we do. School, oh, just dope. But as soon as we graduate, we lose all of it, so. One day I would like to have my own cloud server, but that's way down the line. I I don't know. I, I'm getting annoyed with how Windows 10 is going. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm seeing ads everywhere. Like, if I open my start menu right now, I think I have an ad for Candy Crush, some card game. You can delete all of those. I know I can, but, like, why are they there in the first place? Money. Uh, Microsoft Solitaire Collection. Ooh. Microsoft mm-hmm. Sudoku. I, I mean, I guess I've been on the Microsoft Store, and I, but I'm getting game ads for stuff I don't really Those care about. Those come in the ISO for Windows. To be fair, they are titled useless stuff by default. Are they really? On mine, yeah. If you, like in the top, top, like in the very top, like the drop down bar is called useless stuff, and then more useless stuff. I don't know, is that just at a glance and play and explore? Yeah, I was I gonna think, say. I think that's you. 
I didn't rename them. Uh, maybe some point. Like, when I do fresh installs at work, they're labeled games, explore, interactive, news, and stuff like that. No, mine's useless stuff and more useless stuff. I, I really don't recall changing them. I, I, I mean, probably did. I, I don't know. I. It's really making me hard, hard to like this, this update. Well, it's been in before 1803. Um, some people on that article are saying they've had it up to three months before that article was released. Wow. But it's... at least right now, the File Explorer ad is only a Microsoft ad. We can pray that they don't add in ads for other stuff. But what's next? Like Microsoft Word? You know the space between the sides of the paper? Are we going to start seeing ads in there too? <laughs> what if they start replacing every ad with an Edge ad? This oh, kind of reminds me of when HTC threw push notification ads through their phones and everyone erupted with uproar about it. Like, they hated it. Rightfully so, I think. Uh, ads are annoying. No well, one wants are. them. Ads are annoying when you get ads for a paid service that you already paid for. So, like, ads are understandable on free websites because they have to generate revenue somehow. But buying a Windows OS, which is already $100, and the first thing you do when you open it up is you have 10 ads on your start page for Candy Crush and Duolingo and, like, MNBC weather or something. I agree with that. How much part. is Windows? Like, how how much, if I bought Windows now... How much would I be spending? Average is a hundred dollars for a legal key. That's that's a lot of money to get ads. Mm-hmm. A Windows 10 home disk is a hundred dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. That's home. Yeah. If you get pro, it's like a hundred twenty, hundred. I think Microsoft lists it as a hundred and fifty on their store, but you can get off Amazon for like a hundred and twenty. Well, do we think that Microsoft is really like viewing them as ads when they're just like promoting what you well, already have kind of stuff like the duolingo which i've been removing off all my work pcs that's obviously an ad. they're paying microsoft to put their app on everyone's pc so uh, it hopes that you'll open it and start using it same with the mnbc and all those things even if microsoft has a share in them they're doing it for profit generating reasons they're not trying to be helpful with that kind of, like okay maybe microsoft solitaire but i've never opened it maybe that has ads inside of it let's find out oh, I, boy. I don't have microsoft casual games oh no oh boy oh can we bring god. back pinball oh god okay so it launched a window on my chrome called free premium Oh. Um, get your free week of Microsoft Solitaire Collection Premium Edition. Excuse um, me? It's I, solitaire. Yeah. How can it be premium? <laughs> um, premium card backs? Are we getting card you'll backs be able, You will be able to save your game no matter what device you're playing on, get exclusive access to new upcoming game features, 40 solitaire achievements, and one week of premium for the free week. What exclusive features can Solitaire have? 
I... what rewind what? so you always win what future updates it's solid <laughs> oh wait 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 actually in the window it says your free week of premium windows starts today as a premium user you now get double coins for all daily challenges which make you, which will make earning those badges much faster so you get badges or you get coins which then you can get badges for nothing. oh you also get no game you also get game boosts and no ads this makes oh me think so of... you do get ads oh you do get ads if you don't yeah. have solitaire premium you have ads it sounds like a mobile platform that's like what i was going to say games. like um what's the scrabble thing words with friends yeah like people pay premium for that don't they and like there's a yahtzee game you can get premium for i think and you well, can buy like extra bonus die they have another tab called other games there are all these microsoft title games and the first one is microsoft ultimate word games which looks like uh words with your friends from me just like clicking on it can we just get pinball and minesweeper back what was it Pin pinball 3000 or what was the yeah something like that. you're the you're on the right track ball. yep spaceball 3000 something god at least minesweeper is still pure just you wait you said that now premium minesweeper did you know that solitaire has like difficulty settings isn't I feel like I did for some reason. Easy, medium, hard, expert, master, and grandmaster. Don't they just alter the rules? I think it forces RNG to where, like, you don't get as much leeway with stuff. So it's a scripted game? Yes. Uh, okay. Easy, I think, is like, it changes the card. It doesn't rent. It doesn't put the cards in until after you start playing. Like you flip it, and it's like, oh well, he needs this card to continue on, so it gives you the card. Oh, I could see that. Like RNG changes it so that you have a greater chance of getting the card you need, not like just a random card. Yeah, and on the harder ones, it's like we can't give him this card because it'll let him win right away. So yeah, it's like I no play solitaire. You don't. It's really bad. Do not press that link. Oh, I wasn't going to play it on Windows. I was going to, like, Google Solitaire. It also puts you through using your, uh, if you have an Xbox account link, so you get Xbox achievements. Playing Sea of Thieves, I highly regret because of the Microsoft link account. My Windows key is now linked to my Microsoft account that I don't know the password for. Wow. So, I mean, that's a problem on your end, is it not? Like, you did that to yourself? I blame you guys for Sea of Thieves. We're not going to get me? into Sea of Thieves again. I mean, I still have a month of uh, the Xbox, whatever pass. How do you have a month still? Uh, it kept charging me since we got it. What? I've had it for three months, yeah. It's been great. I've been playing so months. many games. Not really. I haven't touched it. Are you still getting charged for it? Not anymore, no. I canceled it. Uh, this whole Microsoft like... store. Although I, shady. I do agree with what they're doing. With that, in a sense. The $10 a month, you get this these games. Play them. I, I agree with that. I think... I'm okay with that. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just agreeing. I, I also think that that's okay. 
I'm okay with it. I'm just shady with the whole subscription that, like, I know they're gonna like try to make you not cancel because if you don't, then it's just like, oh, ten dollars progress. No, because it's connected to your account. I'm saying Microsoft would be like, oh, if you play on this, you get different type of account, and if you're not renewed within the month, you lose everything. And I I find it really hard for them to be able to do something like that because. Like World of Warcraft, if they said, "Hey, if you don't play for three months, we delete your account," I would keep my account renewed. It would also make many people angry. Yes, and you would probably no longer have business. I don't think they could do it because they can't take away something that has monetary value from you that you've purchased. The Sea Thieves have monetary value. I don't think Sea of Thieves specifically, but you said your WoW your oh, WoW yeah. account does technically have monetary value, does it not? Not legally. I think it does. With like, I think skins and stuff count. That's why games can't take away skins that have value away from you, like uh, 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 CS:GO. Well, yes, but everything now in WoW translates to in-game currency because you can buy in-game currency. So they could just refund you whatever they say it's valued at. But still, in a way, your account has value because you can sell your in-game currency. It's a lot of money. What? To refund? That's a lot of money to shell out for refunds. Depends on how you look at it. What do you mean? I think any way you look at it, it's a lot of money. Well, I'm saying, what if they don't value your account as much as you think it is? Like, yeah, I could go sell my account for a few hundred dollars. Doesn't mean I'll get refunded for that much. WoW is directly tied to real life currency. It has a better value than what? What's the currency that Venezuela. they compare it to? Yeah, the Venezuelan currency. That's actually, it is direct. Our yeah. gold is actually worth more now than it was when that article came out. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it is directly tied to like real life currency, if like it or not. It's the same thing with Diablo when they had the, what is it, the auction house? In-game, real money auction house. a real money auction house that got taken out because people were dropping hundreds. Yes. And that's like, I mean, wow, you can buy gold, go to the auction house, and bam, you just bought an item for $300. No, it, you're limited. You can only buy one token at a time, I think, until it sells. So $20 gets you 200000 gold. Okay, so then just buy it ahead of time. But you can still de- convert an item's gold yeah. value. Like, oh, this hammer. This hammer is worth Well, it's like I gold. buy Call of Duty for, with wild gold. Yeah, like, it has real monetary value, and they can't just, like, get rid of an account that has monetary value. Because it's, like, I-, I forget what law it is, but I remember reading something about it, and that's why they can't take away, like, skins and stuff, because they have value, and... I don't even think they can refund you. I think that's just like forcibly taking. They're not the government with like eminent domain. I think they could, if they refund you, then I think that's allowed. Well, I mean, look at Steam's terms of service. Like, you don't actually own Steam games. Yeah. I was going to say something about terms of service, how if it's written right, they can do whatever they want, I think. Yeah, because isn't it like a Steam tomorrow sells out to Microsoft, Microsoft? this band steam 
forces you to use Microsoft Store. No, I think... All your Steam games are pretty much useless, aren't they? We talked about this a long time ago, and Valve has a backup... Valve has a plan in place that if they would ever go under as a company, people would have the opportunity to get their games off of Steam. I'm not saying go under, like, they sell out. And then whatever company buys them out says, nope, you can't do that. They were still speculating in these articles that if Valve would like do it and people and like Microsoft would revoke your games, Valve would still let you get your games off of your account before it happened. But yes, that they could theoretically do that. Now, what if a company changes like or let's say Steam says they'll do that. Let's say they change their terms of service tonight and say all your games are deleted if we sell out. And if you deny that terms of service, you can't use Steam. There'd be so a lawsuit. Would you still have rights to your games or no? Um, like Nick just said, there would probably be a lawsuit about this. You wouldn't be the only one to deny those terms. Yeah, it would be a huge lawsuit. I feel like even if you did agree to the terms, there would still be a lawsuit. Yes. Because you have to forcibly agree. Like, a way terms of service, that's why you can, like, fight terms of service is because it's un you can't like it's just you have to agree and accept that's why like they make fun of them and the one some of the, the websites have like give us your soul if you agree to these terms and services like you don't actually give them their soul jokes on them i don't have one. Oh, sh- oh shit <laughs> but like terms of service are just there to be there as guidelines but i think if you actually fought them in court i don't think they'd stand up as well as you think they would yeah i can but... agree with that because you you put money into this i'm going to call it a service and you expect different things from the money you've put in and if they just decide tomorrow that they're going to revoke all that that's a problem I'm just wondering, because Steam's business model is, what, 10% off the top of everything? Steam has a perfect business model. No, I'm saying, is it, like, they get a portion they only of each make sale. money from game selling? Yes. So, what if they spun it in a way saying, your games never really were tied to Steam in the way that we try and say they are? I'm not wording this correctly, but... What in the hell are you saying? If, Let's, if something if whatever say Steam turns out. evil, all of a sudden, like, Gaben goes to the dark side. And they try spinning the way... Because their business model is only, like, a host for the games. You don't actually buy your games from Steam. You buy your games through Steam. Is what I'm trying to, like, get at. Yes. Yeah. So... Steam could say, hey, we're just not going to host anymore. You still technically own your games, you just don't have anyone to run the host. What? I, I, this is a very... No, we're going it... <laughs> to... Moving on. I think, honestly, game developers would step up, and if you own their game on Steam, I think a lot of developers would send you just like download links to their games. Because... I don't know, early access games that have moved to Steam. I used to get emails for, like, RimWorld. Oh, download this new update. That's how I used to get RimWorld, is through emails for uh, downloads and updates. I think 
a lot of game developers game developers would step up and be like, no, if, as long as you bought it on Steam, you own the game. Here it is. Because the game developers don't want to piss off the community. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have their own launcher. That's their job. That's their... Go. That's their sole reason for like the existence of EA. Is to like make other game companies look good. And EA doesn't do Steam. They like see our Origin? Origin launcher? Yeah. Yep. Some of their stuff's on Steam, isn't it though? It goes through Origin though. Hmm. Yep. Just like Ubisoft games, I guess then. It's like a lot of them. I mean Blizzard now. Apparently they're a game hosting platform. We, Blizzard has been game hosting their own games since how long ago? Lost Viking days, I think. It, okay, so Black Ops Three is it or Four? Four. Black Ops Four has just been announced to be launched. Not just announced, like a week ago ish. It was announced to be a Blizzard platform game that you go to the Blizzard launcher, and that's where you'll load and download and play the game from. I think that's the wrong platform for that game. I don't think it's great. No. I don't it, think people that play WoW play Black Ops 4. But see, it, the launcher doesn't mean if you play WoW, you have to play that. The launcher is meant so Activision gets 100% of their sales. I understand that aspect of it, but the main audience who uses the blizzard launcher already is wow hearthstone and i can't think of another Overwatch, one diablo diablo Starcraft. yeah they're all those players those people will not come near call of duty with a three you million say that, foot long but i know a whole bunch of people who spent wow gold to buy cod a whole bunch yes but there's also people like you did who have said oh before i started gaming with you guys i had no games on steam yeah, so releasing on Steam did nothing. If you release on Battle.net, I probably would have bought it. But no, it's not that they... It's just because you won't want to play those types of games because you're so in your wizard, blow... Yeah, wow. Wow I world. Play Overwatch. That, like... Not a shooter. Not a shooter. We're not discussing Yeah, it. Overwatch doesn't have aim mechanics. Yes, it does. I was Overwatch. watching you played it, and it looked like you were playing on a controller today. I'm bad at aiming. There is no aiming. There is. Half the characters are point and click, and other ones just have no aiming mechanics well, that's all in Call general. Of Duty is point and click. Point you still have to and... you still have to like go against like a pole of a gun in Call of Duty or Battlefield or any shooter game. Yeah, and half the heroes in um, Overwatch have recoil. There's two. Four. Two. More. Widow and McCree. Oh, McCree doesn't have. Okay, any. and uh, Soldier Codkit. Anna has recoil. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. No. Look she's like, my... whatever, I'm not arguing this. <laughs> Look at my VOD. I showed Christian there was recoil. Okay. I'm just saying that Black Ops 4 and WoW shouldn't be next to each other when you look at a game. It definitely doesn't fit the trend. I will say that much. I don't think it'll hurt their sales at all. I think it will. I don't think so as much now that Destiny 2 is on board because that brought some of the audience. How many people are against a launcher that strongly? 
people who don't play WoW and have no idea what Blizzard Launcher is. All these people that are like getting mad at companies for trying to make Monopoly, but then they try and make Steam a Monopoly by like refusing to use any other launcher. I just don't like launchers because then I have to go searching for a game. Like, I know I have a battlefield somewhere. I don't know what launcher it's on. I know I have Minecraft I somewhere, but I don't know what launcher that's oh, on anymore. Battle.net? You can just click. You can keep the icon on your desktop and See, click on it, and it opens it. That's because you're okay, accustomed Dave. to using it. I don't use those. I use the launcher, though. Let's talk about some... icons for a second. How do you think my desktop would look with 276 icons on it? I don't know. I only ever play like five games. Point proven because you don't expand your horizons outside the Blizzard launcher. Yeah, I'll play COD. I don't think you will. It's just not your. Yes, but it's not. Tar COD isn't targeted at the WoW players. Then why put it with the WoW players? So they can control the game sales. Don't 10%. have to worry about Steam. Don't have to worry about the Steam sale. Don't have to worry about the pressure of people on Steam. You control every aspect of it by putting it in your own in-house launcher. Again, I agree with that, but you are still like targeting the wrong audience on launch. And who knows? Maybe Activision might put it on Steam eventually, but still have it route to the Activision or Blizzard launcher, just like Ubisoft and EA. I'm fine with Steam being a monopoly in the sense that I just want all my games in one place. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, like Bruno said, uh, I don't know where this game is, what launcher it is. It's annoying. I want to launch Steam and just like, oh, want to play this game, guys? Scroll to that alphabetically organized game library and bam, click and play. You'll never have just one launcher for everything, though. Um, I just want to say to like counter argument to Nick, you can put games in the same launcher that aren't on steam you can okay. i have done it you can you can custom put games there yeah yeah i can go to overwatch in steam and click play and it launches the battlenet launcher i did not know that it's a pain and it doesn't work right all the time but you can could you just add the battlenet launcher to steam probably the other issue because... is like, every time I actually play Overwatch, I have to download a 10 gig update. That's because you guys don't ever open the launcher. Like, you guys always have Steam open, so all your Steam games are always updated. I always have Battle.net open, so all my Battle.net games are always updated, including all my Let me go through my computer and see how many launchers I can find. Give me one moment. That's the thing, dude. I, like, Steam is just a main one. It's where everything is. I'm going to launch that one. I'm not going to launch every one of my launchers, because I do have a ton for everything. Yes, but these companies aren't going to give up their launchers. For... Also, if you're hosting your games, it's so much easier just to have your own launcher for it too. Because again, you can control every aspect of it. You don't have to worry if Steam's down or something. How often is Steam down though? I don't know. And it's down in what certain regions? Just go to a different region. I understand where it's coming from with the company thing, but at the end, I feel like they're it's to them it's about saving pennies instead of but making pennies, it easier look at 10 percent of let's just there you, do you really it. think steam makes 10 percent on a 60 dollar game yeah i doubt i do not think so they make 
per, like a couple percent at most, probably. I found six, by the way, and then Steam. Six it probably varies game by two. Oh, see, also, I've played a lot of MMOs, and a lot of MMOs are their own launcher because of how many updates they get like every two days, every day. But those are games you have to pay to constantly play. You need no. to pay to always have your WoW account. Elder Scrolls Online, I don't have to pay. Um, Black Desert Online, I don't have to pay. And there's a bunch of others that are free that I don't have to pay. I mean, look at League of Legends. That's has, that has its own launcher, doesn't it? Elder, Elder Scrolls Online and Black Desert are both yeah. on Steam. Huh? They're both on Steam. Yeah, and guess what they open? They're launchers. Still. And Black Desert... I can't play with Steam players because they segregate the servers. Steam only has one server in Black Desert. Can I just say I looked up how much uh, Valve like takes cuts worth, and I am surprised. What is it? It almost hurts. Thirty percent in twenty thirteen. Thirty percent, yeah. So but, that's even more than ten. But is Call of Duty going through a publisher by? going through activision activision is the publisher yes but is the devs for call of duty going through activision as a publisher activision is the parent company so yes they have to so that means that activision will take 50 to 60 percent instead of going through steam where valve takes 30 and then the devs get 70 so basically devs that get 70 not activision gets any well it it would probably put it on their profit um, listing then that Call of Duty is making X, Y, and Z, even though it's on Steam, because it'd be different going through publisher and then a like a Valve and then giving money to the devs. Like that's a three-step process instead of the two that I'm looking at right now. So like if they were just to go through Activision, and actually Activision would take probably fifty to sixty percent, right? I don't know what they take. Okay, well, let's just assume. I don't know what. Who makes Witcher? Uh, CD, uh, Project, CD Project Red. Red. They're their own company. Though. I understand that. So I'm saying, if CD Project Red goes through, like Activision, to publish their game, Activision would take sixty percent instead of. But they're not owned by Activision, while Call of Duty is owned. The, the title is the dev teams aren't. The dev teams are bought to make the game. Con- yeah, without Activision, COD would never be made. In Correct. today's, that's what I'm getting. At. So I'm pretty sure Activision still gets money even if it's on Steam. So I mean, Activision I... might take like fifty percent after that thirty percent, or they might take their fifty percent and say, "Here's twenty. Yeah, but now they can take their seventy percent and leave thirty percent for the devs, um, screwing over the devs. Thing. Activision is doing it because they get more money. I never said the devs get more. I just said Activision does. What was this argument about? How Multiple do we get launchers and putting Activision on Battle.net because it's not that type of market. I don't know. I just don't think... I think if I was if I was putting a game and I had a choice between all these launchers because I get to choose for some reason, first-person shooter game and Battle.net launcher just to me doesn't make sense. I don't think it's the right platform for people to be looking for that type of game. Now, all right, let's look at consoles real quick. Because you don't have launchers on consoles. 
maybe there should be something like that for PC or like the console styling of stuff. Consoles are so different. You have to go through Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo to get your game on that console. Yeah, so they take their cut in the end anyway. They're basically the Steam. To release a Microsoft update, you have to pay Microsoft to then make your game updated, or at least that's how it was back in the 360 days. That's, yeah. That's why Microsoft game updates were so far few between, and they were huge, because they would literally bundle up as many updates as possible, pay Microsoft to send out updates to everyone that had the game, and then you get the update sent out. Or PC, it's just whenever you want to push it, you push it. Can we go back to cartridges and no updates? Or you didn't get a chance to fix anything? When you make sure your game's done, when you say it's done? Now, one thing I'm interested in is Sony said, or Sony's ramping down PS4 production. They announced end of life cycle. And they announced PS5 in, what, three years, I think, we they saw? said it won't be available until, like, earliest is 2020 fall, expected is, like, 2021. Does that I'm include, in... like, all versions of PS4? Isn't there a Pro and stuff? There is the Pro, yeah. and I think that's what they... I think that's what they're pushing now, is you're not going to get an old PS4 that was released in 2013. You're going to get the newer models which you are... can't buy the old ones anymore like even like during christmas you couldn't i think they're i don't know i that puts that console if they release the ps uh, quote-unquote five we don't know the name officially yet but uh i don't see them changing it that puts that at a nice eight year span which i think is reasonable for a console it feels long i feel like it's a stretch because of how fast tech has changed PS4 and Xbox One feel just dated. But you can't screw over your ba your fan base by saying, oh, well, we have newer technology, so this console is now obsolete year after year after year. You have to give it a nice, good life cycle so that fans aren't constantly well, like... Year after year, but I, don't, I thought six years would be good for the PS4. To put it in perspective, the PlayStation 3 had a lifespan of nine before the ps4 came out or until it ended production until it was discontinued okay but see that's because the playstation 3 was the number one console ever i think when did the ps4 come out in the ps3's life cycle a year before uh i can quickly search that one i think i, I read an article today it was like a year before or at least games they were making there was a crossover for a year that they were making games for both Okay, so I guess the eight years makes sense. PS2 was five years after PS1. PS3 was six years, eight months after PS2. PS4 was seven years, five days after PS3. So the first release date for the PlayStation 4 was 2013. Right. And they discontinued the PlayStation 3 in 2015. So a two-year crossover, or like one and a half, depending on how you look at it. So does this mean we're getting a negative crossover now? No, they're still making PS4s. They just announced the end of the life cycle. Like, they're oh, not going to okay. develop gotcha. PS4s anymore. Gotcha. So, like, if you get by PS4 Pro, you don't have to worry about PS4 Pro Plus or something. 
PS4 Pro Pro Pro. 4K, 8K. We're just going to okay. step back and name the next one the PS1. <laughs> we never the, used it. We just called it the PlayStation before. Do the Good. Battlefield name scheme. Go from Battlefield 1 to Battlefield V. Yes. I'm oh. talking more like Xbox. Go from <laughs> Xbox 360 to Xbox One. What's, what's the next Xbox going to be called? That's an interesting. Who knows? I was really hoping this one was supposed to be like the project name of Scorpio. I thought that was a cool Xbox Xbox Scorpio. They were never gonna release the project names. Never make it to no, but like, Xbox Scorpio sounds a lot more like epic than Xbox One. Yeah, but Scorpio makes it sound like a completely different console. While One X says, "Hey, this is similar to the One, and all my games will still work." What do you mean? You guys think of the parents that are buying this that don't know anything, and they're like, hey, my kid likes to play on his Xbox One. This one is an upgraded Xbox One. But the Xbox 360 to the Xbox One, how does that make sense? I want the Xbox One, Mom. I think they just do Xbox. I think they just straight up just make it Xbox. Again. Just, yeah. I think it's been long enough to where they can just say Xbox... It solves all the problems of having like to renumber every single console, and like you just keep putting updates out for the Xbox. So like you want Xbox something, like not not numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They'll name it what it is. How long till we get modular consoles so we can just upgrade and we don't have to have five, sevens, fifties? Never. Because the architecture is so similar to PCs now. If because consoles, they're PCs. Because planned obsolescence gives them so much money. That's why. But I mean, look at the quote-unquote DLCs they could sell for the actual console. Why oh, sell DLC new... when you can sell a new console? Fortnite in league style. So everyone's getting a free Xbox. No, you you had to pay for the initial one, like a starter pack. You know they sell consoles at a loss, right? Consoles the, are no. Easy. That was the old Xbox three. I think they don't make a lot of pro. Well, at least the margins on them are low. The yeah, idea the, is that you'll buy the game. The sixties when they first came out were a loss, but that didn't last forever. But they still, you're gonna make more money off of some kid buying an Xbox One and then buying upwards of ten to fifteen games, than you like overcharging for the Xbox One. And then, like, less people buying it and less people buying multiple games. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying the Xbox One wasn't made at a loss. But it wasn't necessarily made for a profit in the sense that the console was the profiteer of the whole business model. To put it in perspective, the PlayStation 4, the OG one, had mm -hmm. 8 gigs of RAM. Is it? Hold on. Is it the right one? One of them has 8 gigs of RAM. And they're selling it for 300 $399. Half that, RAM. half that machine is that, that's, RAM price. That's for us, though. For them, they can get that RAM a lot. I, I know. Like, phones with 8 gigs of RAM? Like, they're not paying $150, $200 for that RAM. I know, I'm just saying. Because like, they buy in bulk, and they just stitch them together. Well, they don't and buy the it. sticks. They buy just the RAM modules, and those are, I think, $20 or $30 per gig. 20, 30, that's still putting it up to like the console price versus like the, like they're just not profiteers. I remember way back when 
when the PS3 was coming out. Cheapest Blu-ray player. It was. That's the thing. Like I remember Blu-ray players were a thousand dollars, and then the PS3 came out. It played Blu-ray discs and was six hundred dollars, and that yeah. was crazy to me. That those were sold at a loss because of the huge, quote-unquote, console race that Sony and Microsoft had, and also the fact that the PS3, the OG PS3, was able to be reformatted into a Linux box, but that got patched, and there was a lawsuit earlier this year about that, I think, that finally settled. I don't know. I think if I'm a PS4 owner, especially the PS4 Pro, or is it Plus, or is it it Pro? Pro. Hearing this is probably, is just great news for me. It guarantees me that I have three more years with this console. Even if it's, like, restricted in some aspects, it's that I'm going to get three more years of use out of this console before I'm forced to upgrade. Well, what you guys want to see from... I I guess once last time you guys play consoles because I still play my PS4. But yes, I don't know about you guys. Three sixty. Uh, I pick up my brother's controller and play for him every once in a while when he has to go grab food or something. Okay, I guess as only PC enthusiasts, what do you want to see consoles get to get? Because unity between consoles and PCs is a good thing. We don't need to have segregation. Yeah. No, but there is. In some aspects, I think we do. I like being able to load up Fortnite and just wreck house on a console server because they're all trash. On games like Rocket League, I have no issue playing against console players. Because it's a fairly level playing field. Agreed. Now, I'm not saying, like, skill-wise. I'm saying, like, what would you want to see in a console that would make you go, huh? Should I get a console or a PC because of how well it performs? I'm not saying a you guys hard- should, but for the average person. Are you saying hardware? Yeah. A Titan. No. Yes. They're not going to sell you a Titan in a console for like 500 bucks. Uh, I'd get a P- I'd get a console for like if I have kids because of how easy it is for them to like navigate and use and how easy it is just to buy them a game have them put in the game and it just work without having to mess with settings like a whole bunch of stuff i'd for like younger kids even to like teenagers that maybe don't know enough about computers i think a console is a perfect just buy and done i think that can even go further past teenagers to adults it just depends on if you need a good computer or want a good computer i understand yeah i agree because like Carrie's PC that we built just last weekend, he had major lockup issues because of his router. Yeah, I think <laughs> consoles aren't for the lazy gamer, but it's for the gamer that just wants to game. They want the pure experience of just loading in a game and playing. Now, what the hardware stuff? One thing I want from like a PS5 is either SATA 3 ports or. Um, M.2 drives and give consoles decent, solid like a PS5 with one terabyte of an SSD would be amazing. God, the price of that though. Yeah, but like you said, if they sell it for break even or at a loss you'll be like, oh wow, 
one terabyte SSD, let's say they're all staying with AMD, so it'll have like a Ryzen 2 processor in it, Vega graphics. So one terabyte SSD is like $250, by the way. But if I, Sony is putting it in, they do make Sony hard. Like, I, I could see that. Sony <laughs> makes memory. So Here's my argument. Here's Sony my argument. No, I'm cutting you off. Here's my argument. What stops... Okay, you know how we have the, the whole Bitcoin thing going on with graphics cards? Yeah. What stops people just buying PlayStations, demolishing them, and selling the, the hardware in them then? What do you mean? If I... Why would I not... What, what piece of hardware? Everything in them. You can't. It's all... Because SOC. they're all... Yes, they're all custom. Basically, right? Yeah. Like the, I know the Xbox Scorpio, they have their own custom heat sink. They have everything custom. That's why you can't... That's why they won't implement M.2s, hard drives, SATA cables. They won't do that. Because they already have people... the hard drives. Well, I'm yes. not saying SATA, SATA 3, because the PS... Four runs on SATA 2. So if you slap in an SSD, guess what? It runs like potato because it's gimped from the start. Okay, but what I'm saying is like they make them custom so that way you can't just like part out them. Like they're making them custom so that way you can't use them for anything besides that. Yeah. The storage stuff I'm saying, like faster storage, you wouldn't buy a $700 console for a $200 SSD. I think what I mean, Dit's asking for is just a better way to expand storage. They don't yeah, like want to do just, that. The, the modern f formats we have for storage, the standards, like budget motherboards have MV NVMe drives in them. So you can buy a $50 motherboard and slap in a 970 Pro or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't think they want to make them expandable just because then... Like but Bruno the PS4 earlier, already is expandable. Planned obsolescence. I don't. It's they don't already want... expandable though. That's the thing. They don't want them to be. It already is. Not horribly, because you're still wanting them to be more expandable. I want the faster. I want the up-to-date standards. Which you won't get. Ever. And that's why we have computers. Yes. Yes, I know, but it's the Xbox is SATA three, I think, in the Xbox One X. I feel like the, the PS4 you, Pro is still SATA 2. You're a console player that has to play PC because of WoW. Yes, that's the only reason why I had a PC at all. So That is actually a really great description of DIT as a gamer. Why? You're a console it, player. It you are. It defines everything that goes on. I'm not a console player. I'm just a gamer. No, and... you're not. You're, you're a closet console player that only... I play every... Because you're forced to on PC because you have one. I played He's... PC by voluntary, voluntarily before a while. I mean, did you though? I didn't have a gaming PC until... I'm trying to think. Until um... WoW updated their graphics? No, my <laughs> sophomore year of college, I got my first ever graphics card. Yeah, before yeah, then you... I was. I played on integrated. I played on shitty laptops. You got your first graphics card a year before we met you. Yes. I, I think that... I had nothing on Steam. My three ninety was my first graphics card. 
I find that so hard to believe. I feel like you just, I don't know. I just find it so hard to believe. My old PC was a gateway. You, you just hurt me every time you speak about your old. What do you mean? I feel like you're coming out of an ancient era and you're like talking about something in like 2012 or 13. I had an HP pav- no, my the one I had my freshman year of college was an HP pavilion with an AMD A6 something something. You just hurt me. <laughs> Moving on to some more gaming news but slightly different. Battlefield 5 won't have premium passes and possibility of no loot boxes according to some rumor mills. I'm happy about this. Like, I'm happy too. Hoggers. Yeah, I think, I think they're pretty... they're gonna copy the Fortnite route. Yes, you're still buying game, but the rotating skin store, I think, is what's gonna be a big money maker. I, I have think... a question. Or you go, Fee. I think you're the only one that thinks they're gonna do a rotating skin store. I, I think, think it's a great idea. I think it's a good idea, but I really. From I watched the reveal today, like live as it was happening. Everything that they were saying was directed towards them having you having to play the game in order to unlock things. None like they said money. If you like the one guy, I think it was Trevor Noah. He was the guy hosting it. He's like, okay, well, what if I have money and I want to buy this? They said no. Like you have to play it. He's like, what if I have a whole lot of money? It's like, no, you have to play the game so in order. What to is Battlefront right now? I don't know. You play it, don't you? Battlefront, well, I guess right now they gave people a lot of stuff. They gave you everything. Before, when it first went live and they took out the loot boxes, it was you play to unlock everything. You can't buy anything back when it first came out to official launch. And guess what people said? It took too long. They weren't happy with it. Yada, yada, yada. Now they have loot boxes, but they're cosmetic loot boxes. That's different for a Battlefield-style game because Battlefield has always had that grind to here. And then, like, six or eight months later when people are so far behind and the game goes on sale for the first time, then they release the premium passes to get you caught up with people because they were so far ahead. Now, what if instead of a premium pass, they do... All right, now imagine Fortnite's season pass, but imagine it all as a free-to-play scale. But to get the quote-unquote John Wick skin, you would have to play Battlefield all day, every day for a solid like four months. So they give you an expedited pass. That is what they had in the past. They had the so in each class you unlocked guns by playing that class and getting experience in that class. They then later down the road released passes that got you from level zero to level 100 in that class so if i played support like i had a summit like i had a like a machine gun right like a heavy lmg and i started with the basic one and some guy was lighting me up with some crazy laser lmg that only level 100s get right you can then go and buy a pass to get you from zero to 100 and that was only after so so long of the game has launched and I believe that they're taking that out from what I have heard. It sounds like they're taking that out because they want you to play the game. Was it the devs that said this or EA? Devs. So 
the devs have made it so that would work. From what they were saying, that's what they want. I think at this point, EA is just like, uh, we'll try something else just to see. Well, I mean, Battlefront has cosmetic loot boxes. That's why I think cosmetics are going to be in every game we play for now on. Okay, why are you talking about it like they didn't have one of the worst systems that got A, the most downvotes on Reddit, and B, the most hate, I think, any It got the most downvotes because it also turned into a circle People still bought the game. But a lot of people didn't. I think we, all three of us, might have bought it. Like, I would have bought it if, like, there was no negative news about it, I think. Okay, even then, it came out without loot boxes, and no one bought it, from your point of view. What was so, your initial controversy? It was that the loot boxes were a progression, but they took that out. So that's awful. Like I, I want to just buy a game like Battle Fi- Battlefield Five, and I just want to play it, and I can get stuff unlocked. But I want to just be able to play the game, not like have to unlock the game as I play it. Do well, you like... want it to stay a level playing field, or do you want to progress your weapons and features as you go? Weapons and features, sure, you can upgrade them better, but like I don't. I don't want to level, but I don't want to be like, oh, I don't get to play this character unless I play a thousand hours. It's like COD. You start off with shit weapons. You have to grind to get better weapons. Remember when we played the beta and people who had the M1 Grand were just wrecking everyone? Well, yeah, but that... They were hacking, too. Yeah, but it gives you the drive to be that guy. Like, that's what I think a lot of newer games are missing, I guess. Like, to be the guy who has 50 elims at the end of the game. Yes, and to do that, like, you want to get there. Like, it, it's increasing the want. If I buy a Star Wars game and I have to, like, I want to just play Darth Vader. I don't want to play 200 hours of a game to then I be able to play one character. And it wasn't like, oh. like that when it launched. We understand that, but it's just the basis that they were going to do that in the first place. And they thought it was a good idea to milk money out of their oh. audience problem with the star wars launch is that all the star wars fans wanted it to be full-on arcade style you boot up you play you're done that's what the star wars fans wanted that's not what ea wanted i feel like what the fans want is what is a little bit more important than what the the the, uh publisher wants yes i know but the publisher is the one who has the final say well and look at what happened to yeah I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying how it is. It's not how it is. Disney had the final say, and they almost revoked EA's like opportunity to make Battlefront. Well, Disney, in the end, is the final owner of the title. Exactly. Like, EA's the final, or Activision's the final owner of Battlefield. No one's above them. What are you going to say, Bruno? Look what happened to Sea of Thieves. It was the developer's ideal game, and look what happened to it. Um, also, Battlefield is not segregating players with their DLCs anymore. So I know this was a problem when I don't know if we played Battlefield 4, Bruno. I don't remember if we played uh, either. Maybe. Anyway. Oh, I it was me and a couple of friends. We would go on, like we'd load up. One of, some of them would have a DLC map, some of them wouldn't. And if you wouldn't, you'd be forced to play on specific like DLC free servers where you didn't have DLC and they were just the OG, like like the OG maps, and then like, your friends can go play on some other servers that had the new DLC maps in rotation. And it would segregate the audience. So that's another thing that the devs are trying to like limit down on, is by giving everyone those as free DLC. 
I'm happy with free DLC. Like I get I get paid DLC and I get free DLC. If you play a game like Skyrim where they're adding upwards of like 20 to 30 hours of an extra storyline and story playthrough that you pay $15 for, you know, fine, I understand that. But then like just maps in a first person shooter, oh, pay like $10 for this new map that everyone wants to play and you won't get these game modes and stuff. I'm like, that's that's a little annoying. But this is how Battlefield's pulling people into a trap. Hey, I got this map for free. I'm going to go buy this skin. I really don't think it's going to be like that. I think it is. I will bet you... uh, What what can we bet? Dollar. No, I'm not betting him a dollar. I'm betting him something. No, you're not keeping my webcam. What can we bet? Case of beer? Yes, a six-pack. Do you think... Do you think people like want skins like Crack did? Like, I, I really could care less about skins. I'm not. Look at Fortnite. Look at a hundred million dollar prize pool. I know we're not going to talk about this in this week's episode, but for an esports, quote unquote, whatever, a hundred million dollars, nothing else is like that. I think it's and their think... profit is from skins. That's it. They don't make profit any other way. Yeah, but it's the drive to be unique. And the only thing driving players to be new, unique in Fortnite is a new skin that no one else has. So they buy the $20 skin that just came out because they're trying to be unique. And then everyone gets that skin. And then they have to wait for the next one. It's all about being unique. And I don't think Battlefield is going to try and play that system of, hey, we're dropping this. You're unique for a month until everyone can get it. Or here's another... Why not? Especially if they're going to go with the BR game mode. They're not. I don't really... They they announced the game modes that they're having, and BR was not included. Is that Katatsum BR? Yes. I I really don't think that Battlefield as a genre can outlast Call of Duty if they fall into the trap of what you want. Like, skins. Battlefield has never been about... Like the skins or what you look like, it's always been about like the gameplay, I guess. I still think skins are gonna be pretty big. I think they're gonna be big, but I don't think Fortnite level. I don't. I'm not saying nothing's gonna hit Fortnite anytime soon, but the way their long-term revenue plan is is probably gonna be purely cosmetic. To turn a $60 purchase into a $120 purchase, it's going to be skins and stuff. Weapon skins, emotes at the end of a match, that kind of stuff. So you're saying that every game is going to turn into Overwatch because it's the Grandmaster game and everything should well, No, it's like, hey, you got top elims. Get this custom thing your person does for that. Again, that's about standing out, and I think Battlefield as a whole is not about standing out from the crowd. I can agree that with that. Everything I've ever seen of Battlefield always looks the same. And I think it's more about the gameplay than it is being unique, like Fee's saying. But I'm not I'm not saying that skins can't be a part of that, but I think that it's not their style. Yeah, like... It, it would be a the, surprise to me. At when least. was the last time you saw... It? Like, like I don't know, like Tiger. I don't know, like Red Tiger from World, Modern Warfare Two. That's the only skin coming in my head right now, on a gun in Battlefield. Be, be 
because they want to look different. Like I feel like like they have realistic looking camos, and they just don't try to make it about like, hey, look at this crazy outlandish thing. I don't know. Uh, just because of all the other stuff in Activision, though, too, makes me think skins. But why not play both sides of the market as Activision? One side's controlling it. So, why not test the other side? They might. I still think skins are going to be the end. Well, with that coming to an end, thank you, thank you for joining us for this week's of Thursday is the Best Days podcast. I've been Nick. I've been Bruno. Hey, I'm Fee. I'm the Tuesday. And hopefully talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.